0: The pre-show was fun, and we're already giggling. Welcome! I think that so, happens like every for week. Weeks. That's what. Well, it's what you do when you're interested in starting off the show with some energy. This is true. You get the laughing and all that other fun stuff. So, we were talking amongst ourselves before we came live about nicknames. Hmm. So my son's nickname for football because Janakovo was not exactly like Smith or Jones
1: it's hard to spell and hard to say if yeah. you just see the the letters right
0: so his nickname is ate an avocado
1: like it or avocado double a
0: yeah so if you've got a cool nickname if your kid's been given a neat nickname in sports or a band or any other uh curriculars you just have a cool nickname put it in the comments um
1: you you need like an avocado like a like a a logo, avatar. That's it. Like an avocado with a cape or something. Or like. It's funny.
0: My sister. Like, super avocado. I part. So, what we're talking about in the pre show is with college athletics, there's NIL deals. Yes. And so. Lots of money. The whole thing is I've challenged him to bring this to his teammates. He likes Moe's and we like the statement. Welcome to Moe's and he's a lineman and maybe, maybe welcome to Moe's is his thing he says. Not in a taunting way because I get a flag and that's not good. Right. But right. Maybe right. he says it to his teammates, and that becomes the basis of an NIL deal, and it gets on social media. And my sister's making an avocado football player with a mean mug. Yes. There it, it just, is. That's it. Did you did Chris take that from your Facebook? It just. Chris. I don't even think I posted that.
1: <laughs> Chris just. Dude, this is creepy now. Chris knows too much. He knows too much. He's, he's following you.
0: This is blowing my mind. He's following you. That's the avocado. <laughs> and so I said, give him like little stick arms and stick hands and feet and legs and whatnot, and a little football helmet and, and I'll make shirts up. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> that's great. So that's it. And it's just this whole funny thing. Right now, amongst father and son and, and mm-hmm. some of the teammates, and we'll see where it goes. If not for anything, it's a bunch of laughs. And uh, and uh so, hopefully here on our show, we can make you laugh and giggle a little bit. We've got a great guest for this week. Uh, as always, you can watch this show on YouTube, on LinkedIn, and on Facebook, where it's likely you're watching this, because that seems to be where most of our folks tune in from. You can also catch it on audio. It goes out the next week to all the major players. This is episode... 111 i'm just man it seems like just yesterday we did episode 100 i mean we,
1: we're coming up on our third year of doing this
0: yeah like
1: was, pretty incredible
0: podcasting pros
1: <laughs> this we are. or at least we attempt to be <laughs> Krill. chris yeah. makes this look like pros
0: that's right he does our fantastic producer chris stone from cast ahead his info's in the show notes if you ever want to uh put a podcast into what you do to get your message out there, which is what we do with Lancaster Connects, because we believe here at Gardeners Mattress and More that we should give back to the people in the county where we do business. And this is our way to show amazing people uh, to you who do amazing work in the county. And I think on that, we should introduce Alice. Yeah, might as well bring as in one of those home. amazing people.
1: We've got Allison Hawthorne representing home Fields. Uh, right here in Lancaster. Allison, welcome.
2: Thank you. It's great to be here.
1: <laughs> so I'm very familiar with home fields and, uh, I, maybe some of our, our listeners are and, and watchers are as well. Uh, I actually lived in a neighborhood that was right across from home fields, um, for, for many years when we were in Millersville and, uh, we were, uh, uh, uh purchasers of, I mean, you'll tell us what home fields does, but we were, uh, uh, we patronized home fields quite often. And after we moved out of the area, we haven't been because it's like a 35-minute drive. And my wife is so sad that we're not close to the home fields. But uh, first of all, why don't you tell us all that home fields does? Maybe the mission, a little bit of home fields and and, uh, what you're doing down there.
2: Sure. Thanks for the opportunity. Mm -hmm. We so rarely have an opportunity to really zoom in on what we do. Home Fields is a variety. It's about people, really. It's a small nonprofit organization in Millersville that exists to create opportunities and options where none existed before, specifically for people with intellectual developmental disabilities, folks who are on the autism spectrum, folks who may be neurodiverse or have other barriers uh, that make it difficult for them to find options to create uh, a life where to live, who to live with, where to work, uh, where to volunteer. One of our our main goals is to bring folks to the farm. We are a care farm, and we can take a deep dive into that later if you like, that operates a CSA, as, as you were mm-hmm. mentioning, mm-hmm. Uh, you were members of the CSA, that's a community-supported agricultural program that our program runs May through early to mid-November. So folks may purchase a share and come weekly or every other week. I have good news for you. I know your wife is really missing our produce. We have Picnic on the Farm coming up on Sunday, Mm -hmm. and you can come and see us and have a taste of that. We also produce educational experiences one to two times a month. So you have a chance to come and get your home fields on.
0: Yeah. And on that note, let's uh, right here at the top of the show, because I know this is Coming up is it's like your big weekend, right? You bet. As a, as a football fan, the big weekend is Super Bowl. <laughs> well, this is the Super Bowl equivalent of what home fields does, as I understand it. So we've got picnic at the farm this weekend. There's a golf on Friday. Uh, I'll turn it over to you, Allison, to tell everybody listening, watching, who's going to pick this up. Uh, What is it about uh, the golf event that's unique and fun? And what about the picnic at the farm?
2: I'm really glad you asked that. When we conceived of the golf outing many years ago, we wanted it to be accessible and mirror our purpose, our mission of creating and connecting, creating opportunities, connecting people to each other and to the land. So toward that end, we did not want to have an event where it costs folks $500 a golfer to come and participate. Mm-hmm. For that reason, We reached out and collaborated with Community Services Group located here in Mountville, a certified B Corp and a great corporate citizen. And CSG has partnered with us to create an event that it it is in its 28th year. What makes it different than other golf tournaments is accessibility. You can come and play. If you play once or twice a month, that's okay. We have great little fun contests. Everyone is welcome. We have uh, barbecue, Smokehouse Barbecue and Brews, which we will be providing our lunch for the day. CSG provides staffing and other types of administrative support. Uh, and it makes it a very fun day. We try to get that course done in regulations, so we don't have a long round. We have a fun round.
0: I personally, as somebody that owns golf clubs, but can probably measure on these two hands the amount of times I've swung those clothes. <laughs> Outside of a charity event, um, uh, I appreciate the fact that you make it fun because I was at one event and it was a charity event that uh I got put on the foursome with three other people who were super, super serious. And uh, uh by about the sixth or seventh hole, <laughs> I just made it a drinking game for myself of how many times they expressed and not enjoying having me on there for us. Uh, And by about the 14th hole, I was pretty much in the bag. I see. Um, And so I appreciate that you make it fun. Uh so so that doesn't mean good golfers can't enjoy. Mm -hmm. It just means everybody has fun.
2: It you know, it's like a lot of tournaments. It's it is just it's a scramble format and everybody has fun. Whether you are a serious scratch golfer and you can walk on any course, and hit, and hit par or like yourself. You go out a couple times a year, Jeff, and enjoy yourself. That yeah. is the goal of the golf tournament is to bring people together and hit for home fields.
1: Yeah. Love it. And, uh, well, at this moment, if somebody's watching live, is there still opportunity to, to join for Friday?
2: That's a great question. I don't have the, the deep detail on that, mm-hmm. uh, because I'm overseeing mostly mm-hmm. picnic at the farm, which is, Coming up on Sunday, a lot of our golfers are come with a sponsorship. So if you buy a sponsorship, you receive a foursome. I believe we are really at the top of where we, we can be. So we can yep. no longer accept individual golfers. I've good news. You can get on a waiting list for next year. Our tournament sells out every year. You can totally go to our great. website at www.homefields.org, and you find our contact form. We'll get you on the waiting list.
0: Or you could gather those four or three buddies you're going to go golf with. Go golf somewhere else. Ask mm. for 50 bucks from each of them and and make a donation. That's awesome. You could
2: absolutely field. do that. You bet. Or you could come to Crossgates around 3 o'clock in the afternoon and play nine holes and get your buddies to give us uh, $500.
1: There you go. That's, that's awesome. So you said you're heavily involved in Sunday's events at the farm. Tell us about that.
2: That's great. Thanks for asking. It allows me to really take a deep dive into what this event is and, and what we hope to gain from it. Picnic at the farm evolved about 10 years ago. Uh, as a pivot away for me, away from golf, and to develop something that was on our property to bring people to us and connect with each other and to the land. So Picnic at the Farm, what we do is we bring live music, Overeasy Trio will be playing, Lancaster County Career and Technology Instructor Erin McFalls and her students design, develop, and deliver the children's area for children ages 3 to 12. It's not just Allison out there with a couple of juice boxes and a Frisbee. This is a great event for families. It's a great event for children. Children 12 and under are free. And then we have lawn games and other things to do for young adults and older, older adults, those folks over 18. We offer a taste of home fields, which brings four guest chefs together. You mentioned, you know, Chef Oliver, he was a uh, guest chef in 21. This year, we have Chef Matt from Pepper Theo, and we also have Kashari Station. And we have Erica Joy Bakes. Uh, we have some other folks joining us. Miller's Smorgasbord is providing the sustenance. They've designed a menu for our diners that's really focused on what folks who come as shareholders and, and come to home fields enjoy, you can see the full menu on our website. Uh, who has had a watermelon gazpacho shot? You can have one on Sunday. We also have a farmer's cocktail uh, designed by one of our committee members. That farmer's cocktail uses lavender. It uses vodka. We also have mocktails, wine, and beer. It's one ticket price. Uh, so what we hope to do is bring folks to us, enjoy being at home fields with good people, enjoying great music, great food, and for a great cause.
0: Love
1: it. That's awesome. Uh, what are the ticket prices?
2: The ticket price is ahead of time. It's good question, Ben. Thanks for that. Twelve and under, remember, families twelve and under are free. Thirteen to seventeen is our youth ticket at ten dollars. Yep. Eighteen and over is thirty dollars. Save yourself thirty dollars and sign up today. Otherwise, you'll pay thirty five dollars at the door.
0: Yep, that's awesome. And Allison, you are prepared to deliver a picnic at the farm. Message, love it. Well,
2: love thank it. you. I I appreciate that that feedback.
0: And um,
1: as far as like getting there. Um, can you describe, uh, or tell our guests, or tell our guests, tell our listeners <laughs> how to find Those home guys. fields, where you are, where to park, um, you know, maybe some of the logistics of getting to the Oh, thanks. The
2: Great question. Let's let's get into the detail on that. Millersville, Pennsylvania, that's where we're located. You can find us right online at 150 Latour Road. Now, the trick to that is you're not going to enter at 150. You're going to enter at 152, 154 Latour Road. We'll have event parking signs all around the area so folks will be able to see depending what direction you're coming from. We have accessible parking for those that have a placard, and we have accessible drop-off for those that eh, might not need to have that handicap card but don't want to walk to the venue. For those that would like to walk, there's long-term parking off Walnut Hill Road, Mm -hmm. and we provide a van shuttle to the venue. So. You got a couple of little ones you may not want to walk it. You jump on the van, and it's a two minute drive, less than a two minute drive. Fantastic. And
0: that van's also good if you happen to find some of that. I think you said vodka, watermelon, if some of well, that The vodka, van, vodka, van also, yes.
2: Uh, the way van comes into those in watermelon really shooters. Uh, I think we have more riders at the end of the day <laughs> than we do at the <laughs> beginning of the day. Uh, yeah. After you've had a few beers or you've had a few cocktails, yeah. sometimes folks. Uh, would like a ride back. We've got some fun lawn games to play. We'll be having uh, some other other opportunities to donate to the organization and help us out. We have a great little uh, selfie station with one of our little tractors called Little Blue. Nice.
1: And it is rain or shine. Right. Just it is fun.
2: rain or shine. <laughs> uh, right now, the, you know, the forecast is certainly not as great as it was four days ago. However, we have lots of tents. We do a lot of wood chipping on our paths, so it's easy to walk. We also have, uh, courtesy of Millersville University Honors College and some of the sororities and fraternities, we have a great group of young volunteers who will be food mm. and table runners for those with young children that may not want to schlep back and forth. We also have, you know, for folks that use a cane and, gosh, the grass might be a little wet, we'll have food runners to serve you. Uh, and we have plenty of tents. Yeah.
0: And so, rain or shine, you know, if you have time in your schedule, get on out there. Uh, because we really get like maybe eight nice weekends in the fall here in Pennsylvania. And oh, that's
2: a very good point. And the, so, it,
0: make it a point to get out. This is our, we, as you mentioned, this enjoyable. is
2: our Super Bowl with our fall classic golf tournament uh, and our picnic at the farm. So, we were very, Uh, selective in trying to choose a weekend in the fall where we thought we'd have two or three good days and most of the time we make out really well so uh, come on out even if it's raining the only thing that would cancel us is is if we had a thunder or lightning storm
0: Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah, if you have
2: any questions we got some
0: good wood here we knocked on no thunder no lightning.
2: no uh, it's good thank you guys If you have any questions, you wake up Sunday morning, you really like to bring the family out for the day, you're not sure, it's a little drizzly, you can always go onto our website or you can call our office number at 717-572-2719 and you can always shoot our info email box if you have any concerns of, gosh, are they going to do this picnic at the farm or not? We've never canceled. We've never canceled golf in 28 years, and we've never canceled picnics, so uh, we've been very fortunate.
1: That's a great track record.
0: Very good. So you've got this big weekend coming up, which is going to be a lot of fun for everybody attending, and obviously it's for the intention to raise funds to further the mission of what you do at home fields, and specifically you've got this kind of unique model there on the farm uh, to help those with disabilities, but Tell us how you use that 19 acres exactly and, you know, how does it all translate through to help bring those in that can utilize the farm and learn skills and applications for life?
2: Oh, thank you. Great question. Let's spotlight it. Adults with disabilities, once you age out of the secondary school system at 21, there's a lot of head-scratching. The teachers concerned professionals and parents do well, what are we going to do for this to help this person learn a vocational skill or learn a volunteer skill. So we have in, we have in production about nine acres. We are certified organic. And the reason that we are branded as a care farm, we can, we can take a deep dive into that later. If you'd like to come back to that is exactly to support our mission of expanding job opportunities and volunteer opportunities for people with disabilities. So part of how that happens is from time to time we'll receive a grant, for example, through the Stabler Foundation. That allows us, that allowed us this year to engage an occupational therapist that could help us redesign some of the tasks that our supported farmhands uh, will be doing for us. Some of the supported farmhands will do farm tasks independently that they've learned. Some will need coaching and support. So they are, our supported farmhands are employed part-time. Then we bring in other groups, say for example, from Friendship Community, Occupational Developmental Center, Uh, private folks may live at home and their their parents will send them over and they will volunteer for the day. Some of those tasks might be we need to harvest cut and dry garlic and it's great to have twelve or fifteen people working on that for five or six hours that allows us to get that achieved in one day instead of spread out over the week yeah
0: Very good. how did
2: how
1: did home fields start so that the nineteen acres of land was that land that was donated or um you know what how did the land come about and and you know who founded it and why is it right there at Miller's Hill?
2: Oh, oh, really? You guys have experience. I can tell. Thanks for giving me the opportunity to talk about our genesis. Homefields really originated from a conversation between a mother and a daughter. Uh, Tom and Linda Strauss have three children and their youngest, uh, do- their youngest child is a, uh, their daughter was looking and watching her brothers do the things that you do when you're a teenager. You might get a lawn mowing job. You might get a driver's permit and get a license. And she had a conversation wondering what was she going to do as she grew up? That was a lightning bolt moment for the parents that realized, Hey, you know, the resources are really not there for our daughter to have choices in where she lives, who she lives with, where she volunteers, where she works. So that was the genesis of a conversation that began. With five families uh, and some current concerned professionals, including myself, so our founding board included those parents, mm. including Tom and Linda Strauss, uh, Mrs. Dorothy Lee. she has two sons uh, had two has two sons. She is no longer with us. So those are some of our founding board members and some of our professionals who you're seeing that right now on the screen. These are our founding families right mm. right up here. We had a site selection criteria. So in answer to your first question, was the land donated? No. The original property was 150, 152, and 154 Latour Road with two houses, a barn, a couple of outbuildings, and, and some land. The families and other professionals donated money to qualify for a mortgage. And throughout the years, we've paid on that mortgage. We acquired, uh, about 10, 12 years ago, we acquired 128 Latour Road because that land had 14 acres and it was contiguous with ours. It was going up for auction and it would have effectively ruined 20 years of organic compliance and it Mm. would have shut down the CSA and shut down our program. I remember that.
1: Do you close remember by. I, I, I do remember you going through and doing that, yo.
2: As a shareholder, yes. former shareholder and neighbor, then you may have remembered that time. That was a very difficult time and for those reasons we we need more support, more funding, uh, buy more tickets, write a check, participate in our sustain a farmer program because we are paying a second mortgage that we did not intend to pay. How did we land up in Millersville? We had a site selection criteria. Some of that criteria include, you know, we got to be on a bus route. People with disabilities Mm -hmm. often have transportation challenges. You know, mom and dad can run you around when you're 13, but what about when you're 33? And if you need a job and you can acquire a job, sometimes it's out of reach, not because of skill or interest or opportunity, but because of a bus schedule. So that was on our criteria. We wanted to be on a bus route. We wanted to be near uh, young people, learning, education. So for us to locate and find uh, a farm like this that's a mile and a half west of university mm-hmm. was really just checked a lot of those boxes. So that's really the reason that we are located in Millersville.
1: It's, I, I love seeing these photos because, um, you know, especially like the photos of the property and, and even some of the people I, I recognize all of these photos and even some of the people that are in there. Um, we were shareholders at least from probably 2006 or seven through just a handful of years ago. And the only oh, reason great. we're not anymore is just proximity. We, we, it's, uh, difficult for us to get, get there weekly, but, um, you know, can, can you talk a little bit more about the, the share program and how that works in case. Some listeners want to get involved there?
2: You bet. That is, being located in Millersville is one of our, it is a challenge because it's a destination. It's really not on the way to anywhere. So most of our shareholders live nearby. Mm -hmm. If you live in Lidditz, you're not going to drive, you know, to come and be a shareholder. Thanks for asking more about our shareholder program. Our share, you can sign up at any time during the year as long as we have some spots available. We now have options that weren't available when you were a shareholder where you can come every other week. So if you feel your summer's going to be busy, can't get there every week, that's okay. We have small, medium, and large shares. You go online to homefields.org to the farm. You can see the tabs. Uh, there's a little drop down menu It says CSA Farm. That's where you sign up. One of the great options that we have that is different from other CSAs is you'll remember the PYO, the Mm pick-your-own-fields. There are CSAs that may offer herbs. However, they may bag those for you, or they may say you can only have six stems of rosemary, for example. Our pick-your-own-fields consist of flowers, many different type of herb varieties, some ground cherries, small cherry tomatoes, peppers, things that we want them to be fresh, blueberries, strawberries and those are offered to shareholders, we ask you to pick whatever you can use, leave enough for others, and don't overpick. Otherwise, we don't put limitations on you. So, hey, if your family loves pesto, you can come and you can pick all the pesto you please.
1: Well, uh, you know, we would take the
0: kids there. um, Wait a minute. I didn't know. Wait, I'm not a big pesto person. (laughs) All right. Don't worry. What, what, so pesto's grown?
2: Pest, well, pesto's not grown. The ingredients are grown, sir. Basil. Okay. So basil <laughs> and garlic right. ingredients. So don't worry. Uh, there's no a, pesto being, here. being harvested anywhere. Right. You said I'm you thinking, brought kids to yeah. home
1: fields. Well, and that's, that's a great, like, it was a great benefit of being a shareholder. Like, like you mentioned, the, the pick your own. We would take the kids there to pick blueberries. My wife loves picking the flowers there. Uh, always would bring home a bouquet of flowers. Uh, but all the pick your, your pick home. your own stuff. <laughs> right. Yeah, I guess so. Um, but yeah, I mean, some of our favorite memories with the kids are, you know, going to the farm and, and, uh, doing the pick your own or just, you know, getting our, our normal share.
2: That's a great. That's a great point. Our, our vision is to be a place that's friendly for families and to help, help parents teach their children. Where does food come from? It does not come from a box and. Uh, Jeff, don't worry. It's pesto's not grown in the field. And yeah, if you and I... don't like it, that's perfectly <laughs> fine. We have lots of other choices. So, Another unique feature of the care farm is opportunities for volunteerism and our partner farms mm-hmm. that have evolved over the years. So we collaborate with, for example, North Star Orchards. Uh, and you, so you can buy organically grown fruit. You could buy mushrooms from Village Crest Mushroom Farm you can buy responsibly raised uh, meat from mirror image and you can pick up at home fields. Even if you are not a member, you can still get your Lancaster pharmacy on, get your passenger coffee. We offer all a number of types of items.
0: That's great. Yeah. You know, what's so funny about this is no, I'm not like a city boy that <laughs> thought pesto grew off of a branch. I was just, it really is. I don't just blew know. I was a little worried, Jeff. The way you said it. Well, the funniest thing about all of this is really from like the age of six through 11 ish, I think it was. I grew up in like in Ontario, Canada, and we were in farm country in like Midwestern, Central Ontario. And we like that's how we put food in our pantry and in our root cellar and in the freezer was a Big, big, multi-acre garden, and you know, so I picked corn and potatoes and carrots and green beans and tomatoes and peppers. I'm probably forgetting a few other things. But what you just said, you, you, you said you pick your own pesto. It just really like the breaks in my mind just halt. Thanks, Chris. thanks the, the breaks
2: in my mind. I'm
0: like, I'm just envisioning. Like, wait a minute. Is there a pesto plant that just gets ground up and that's yeah, your you, pesto? all these years? You know when it's can we sign stuff?
2: you up to volunteer? You know, you you mentioned Ben that that children your children being out there picnic yeah. at the farm. Uh, as as I mentioned, we have a very robust, well designed children's activities with both educational play, free play. Typically, the the students and the teacher will create a PYO, a pick your own scavenger hunt, and they'll have yeah. that in the pick your own field. So there's lots of opportunities and, and don't worry, Jeff, if you need to learn a little bit more about herbs, we can sign you up for volunteering.
0: Jeff's getting a scholarship to herb <laughs> class.
2: Yeah.
1: So, Allison, um, the, the, um, the folks that, uh, work the farm there that have disabilities, uh, some of them live there, correct?
2: Oh, thanks. Thanks for asking that question. That's a really common misconception. No. Okay. A, there no, was only one person throughout the years that was um, uh, had the physicality and the endurance to live and work on the care farm. And it was great for him for more than 15 years. He walked, uh, I don't know, he walked about 25 yards right out his side door to work. Uh, the two homes that live there do support people and folks live there that have been aging for the last 30 plus years. So no one who currently lives at home fields works on the farm. The folks that work on the farm applied through Goodwill, uh, Keystone Goodwill, and other vocational providers uh, for training and opportunities.
1: Yeah, I, I always remember Goodwill being associated with home fields. Can you talk a little bit more about that association?
2: Well, sure. That association, we had a long a collaborative relationship with Goodwill uh, from 1995 until the end of 2017. This mm. is a great opportunity for me to talk to your audience a little bit about the PA regulations that license vocational providers, residential providers. In 2017, the state of Pennsylvania changed, uh, brought in a new regulation. So without going too deep and too technically, I don't want your audience to fall asleep. I'll summarize it by simply saying that this regulation redefined what qualifies as volunteer work, what qualifies as compensated work. It eliminated mm, our ability, which Goodwill was, char- was paying people a piece rate. So, based on what you produced is what your paycheck was. Now, mm-hmm. the interesting thing Jeff may have met the tomato picking standard of 50, maybe Ben does 25, maybe Allison does 10. However, we're all on a team where we're having the work experience, where we're developing both uh, actual job skills, but we're also part of a team. We're also socializing. We're also having the therapeutic benefit of working on a care farm. This 2017 regulation required providers to pay minimum wage regardless of the productivity. Mm-hmm. And that really prompted many providers, including Keystone Goodwill, to rethink their model. So for that reason, since January of 2018, Homefields has been solely responsible for operating the farm. And that's why we really need community support to to fund to buy a ticket to become a CSA member, to participate in our Sustain a Farmer program, so more people have an opportunity. We had to reduce the number of folks with disabilities that would have competitive employment versus intermittent volunteer opportunities. I hope that I hope that answers your question.
0: Yeah, yeah, It does. It does. Um, so we we've used this term care farm a few times. Um. But I don't know that we've defined it unless I missed that part. I might've been too confused about. No, I don't think so. No, I don't
2: growing. think so. And thanks for giving me the opportunity to zoom in on what a care farm is. Yes, please home fields is an innovator in this growing care farm movement growing across the world We're the first one in Lancaster County, the second one in Pennsylvania, a care farm utilizes agricultural principles and the, and the setting just being in nature to have therapeutic value and production value, so you could have a care farm with uh, with goats and horses, and people can come and do therapeutic riding. People can come and groom the horses. That would mm-hmm. be uh, on the side uh, outside of agriculture. That would be more like husbandry for care farms that do not have animals, like Home Fields Care Farm. We use the, utilize that setting and utilize the practices for therapeutic benefit. So whether you're on our team to work and produce or whether you're coming once a week or twice a month, you're going to get the benefit of being connected to the land, connected to other people and being in nature. That's really the loose description of what a car, a care farm is. The origin is coming across the pond from New Zealand, England, down from Canada, and it's oh. coming across the, na- the nation. If you look on our website, uh, you will find that we were one of eight participants in 2018 in the very first Mid-Atlantic Care Farm Summit. So we were standing beside farms from Virginia and as far away as Italy.
0: It's wow. pretty amazing. Very good. I mean, we've had, come to think of it, we've had at least one other care farm then on the show building bridges. They do horse equine therapy for veterans.
2: So and, so let me just uh clarify a little bit. Okay. I, I know Building Bridges is getting set to open in October and they are equine therapy. They are not branded as a care farm. Okay. And the they certainly could look at that and they would fit within the parameters uh of okay. a care farm.
0: Okay. I suppose I just connect the dots there because you said there's there can be different types, but yes, it, yes. going you through bet. the proper protocol and 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 everything, sure. Right? Yeah, Certainly you appreciate bet. that you've done that for your farm. Um, yeah, fantastic. So, you know, obviously what you're doing is great. How can the f- community continue to help further that impact? Because, you know, I, I've used this scenario a little bit. Our, our neighbors where I live, they have a son uh, on the autism spectrum. And, you know, when you said they age out at 21, it dawns on me that I bet you I bet you they're coming up on that. (laughs) And so what would you say to the community about filling the gap for their neighbors um, who have, maybe it's a child, maybe it's a brother, a spouse, you know, I don't know. It's somebody they love and care for. They're looking ahead at that age 21 and beyond, which I would imagine is pretty scary.
2: Oh, Uh, you bet! For for parents that have a fourteen or fifteen year old uh, in in this scenario, they want to be working with their county supports coordinator uh, on a transition plan. What I would say to the community is, thank you for thirty plus years of broad support, understanding, and encouragement. And now the next step for the community is participate in our Sustain a Farmer Farmer program. That is either a monthly quarterly or semi-annual donation. You can get together with your team members at work and say, "Hey, how about we all put in 10 bucks and you're writing a, us a check $120 a month?" That's that helps us sustain particularly through the winter months. You know, you mentioned earlier Ben about the CSA. Our program does not open till May. We close in November. So our income is all in that time frame. And we need to sustain ourselves over the winter. That's a way to help. Uh, coming to an event like Picnic at the Farm, getting your your company together, and sponsoring uh, a hole at the golf tournament, or becoming a sustainable sponsor at Picnic at the Farm. These are all ways that the community can help. Check out our Experience Home Fields tab on our website. That's where you'll see programs that are produced, like Art at the Farm. Uh, a butterfly talk, a drumming circle, those are sliding scale programs to create that accessibility in the same way that we wanted to welcome all golfers. So you pay a sliding scale that can range from a $5 minimum to a $15 ticket price. That is how we're trying to connect people to us, to each other, to the land, and create some additional income to help sustain us through the winter.
1: That's great. So, uh, as we look to wrap up our time talking about, uh, home fields and then we we'll have, we have some questions for you, Allison, to get to know you a little bit better. Uh, what's, what's next for home fields? I mean, we're, we're kind of wrapping up. You're wrapping up right now the, the harvest season for 2023. What do you have, uh, big picture for 2024 and
2: beyond? Great question. I'd like to know that too. So, so let's spotlight you. <laughs> what we typically do as committees. And and we, you know, that's another way that folks can help. If you are a person who has experience serving on a board of directors or serving as a committee member, or you don't have any experience, but you're interested, call us, come on our website, fill out our contact form. We get together and we start to wrap up the year in October, November. We take that look back and that look forward. In 2024, we'll be looking forward to working with uh, the USDA on a sustainable agricultural project that improves our soil. As we are good stewards of the land, good food, good nutritious food begins with the soil. So we're working on that aspect of farming and ensuring that the CSA will be there in the future. This year was a turnaround year for us. We produced a great CSA. So we'll be looking at those customer Surveys and making adjustments going into the new year in April of 2024. We'll be kicking off the season with open farm. So please keep your eyes open for that. That is typically the third Saturday in April. And we'll maybe you'll uh, be nice enough to kindly invite us back in early April. A uh, shameless plug for open <laughs> farm uh, 2024. That's a day where you don't have to pay anything. You just come hang oh, out, course. look at our Look at who we are. There's specials we run on signups at that time. We'll be building out our board. We'll be building out committees and we'll be further developing that sustain a pharma program with our partner organizations like community services group, TES incorporated, which has Miller Board, smokehouse barbecue and brews, uh, and printing, Simon lever. These are all corporations around us that help keep us buoyant
0: mm yeah yeah and, and so what Allison you just share there goes to often where we look to kind of put a bow on our time and and obviously you can donate to home fields. there's a donation button button on the site, not a donation but a donation button on the site um you can golf uh next year, you can attend picnic at the park or at the farm uh this weekend, rain or shine um. But it goes to time, talent, and treasure. And so there are lots of opportunities to donate. But if that's just not financially feasible for you, that time thing and treasure, or I'm sorry, talent thing come into play. And you said about committees. So maybe you don't have the time or you're not of confidence enough to be on a board, but you could be on a committee. You could give graphic design help. You could give social media help. You could give, and I'm not trying to step on any toes of great talents you already have. I'm as an example, right? These are the things that we highlight and we want to continue to shine and remind the community of that you can give back. So if Homefields is an organization that you connect to, by all means, please reach out. Reach out to us. We'll make a connection to Allison. You can reach out direct to them on the site. If you know of another charity that dovetails into what Homefields does, and you want that intro, reach out to us. We just did that with Blessings of Hope and mm-hmm. Veterans of PA.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, I mean, Blessings of Hope offers food mm-hmm. at 31 cents a pound, um, you know, re- like reprocessed, reclaimed food. Well, that, I would imagine, is going to do a tremendous benefit to the Veterans of PA's budget.
2: Mm-hmm. But, oh, my yeah. gosh. And thank you, know, and, thank you for and saying that. these are the that. kinds
0: of connections we want to make on this show.
2: That really reminds me of some of the other work that we do on Mondays. Anything that has not been picked up by shareholders or that had to be harvested so it could be saved, we donate to the loft in Millersville. So Mm -hmm. if you don't have time, uh, and, and you don't feel that your checkbook is quite as flexible as you'd like it to be, we really welcome you to come on and, and help us for one day, help us every week. There are many different committees where you can get involved. If you like to produce events, if you have social media skills, if you just like to plan things and you have ideas, our 2024 begins with brainstorming. What are we going to do next? Uh, check us out uh, on our website. Fill out a volunteer form. We have a tab on there for group volunteers. So if you have a team or a family and you'd like to come on and do either a team building project or, hey, let's go out for a day and help home fields, you can fill that out. It takes five minutes. And we'll get right back to you. You can see it. Thank you very much uh, for, for getting that, that up. That's our, our resident, um, technical fellow. So that, yes, that is the link to volunteer as an individual or volunteer as a group. We really appreciate that kind of support. Yeah.
1: That's great. Allison, thank you so much for sharing, uh, all the great things that Homefields is doing there. Um, it, this has been kind of eye opening. Again, I've I've been familiar with home fields, but um I mean just to see all that you do uh for the community uh and, and uh for those that have disabilities. It's just a wonderful, wonderful program.
2: Well, I really appreciate the opportunity. Some of the folks that we're seeing here were in twenty twenty-two. In 2023, we expanded our internship programs, and we're very excited to be welcoming uh, an intern from F&M and another intern from Millersville University for 2023, 2024. They can really make an impact.
0: Uh, you know, it 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 dawns on me just a, a little bit of brainstorming here, right, live over the air. So watch out. All right, nothing to do with pesto. So, right? so Ben's like, oh my gosh, where we're we going. Um, Cause he's seen and been witness to some of my craziness. At any rate, uh, you know, I'll share this story as a kid. Uh, I had a family where uh, growing up in Ontario there, uh, I would pick rocks and my uncle Don, I was on my uncle Donald's farm. And, uh, one thing uncle Donald did was he'd reach out in the community to kids that were struggling, right? Maybe they were just, you know, hard on mom and dad had an attitude. Maybe in the school, he knew a couple of school teachers. Um, and he'd get them on a the farm and, and really show them what life was about and what work was about, what taking pride in a job while done was about. So do you, do you do anything like that? Like with local schools or local youth organizations where there might be some at risk, you know, kids that are just kind of struggling to understand what this thing called life is all about and get them grounded literally, uh, in some cases uh, to the farm.
2: So, we don't have a formal program. What we do have is relationship building. So, thanks for giving right me up. that opportunity to do a shout-out. Community Services has a program called Tempo. There are folks that have to re-enter the workforce for one reason or another. Mm. It's difficult. We welcome those folks. We have had some youth come on, uh, as you described, that are just having a hard time. This year, we were fortunate to connect with Horizons, hosted by Lancaster Country Day. And they they support and offer summer programming for youth in this particularly in Lancaster City. And they came on and had a field trip for the day. So we do offer those programs. We're not large enough to do a lot of intentional outreach. What I encourage folks that hear the podcast and the and see Mm -hmm. it and are interested, reach out to us. We really want to provide as much as we can with the care farm and as many opportunities to as many people. And now you know, uh, certainly from your growing up experience, that being out on a farm for a couple of days and being outdoors and in nature, it's one of the only places where you can see, and particularly as a person with an intellectual developmental disability, with autism, someone who's neurodiverse or struggling, it's the only place you can see, I planted this seed and now I have this person mm-hmm. smiling because they're picking a tomato. That's a full circle. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's unusual.
0: Yeah. Yeah. it's fantastic. Yeah. Very cool. Allison, thank you for sharing everything that you've done and you're so excited about and passionate about at Home Fields. We've got a few questions for you to kind of uh, let our watchers get to know you a little better. Is it all right if we ask you? Shoot. Go right ahead. And we'll have a virtual uh Watermelon despacho vodka shooter. <laughs> Bottoms up. Uh so what what subject was your favorite in school?
2: Probably art.
0: Okay. Very cool.
2: I any, am I, I had a hard time media? choosing between art and theater and music and writing.
1: Hey, all all the arts. Love it. Love it. Um uh, so let's say you're hosting somebody from out of town. Uh, in Lancaster here, um, and they're they're in town for the first time. Where are you taking them?
2: Well, I definitely take them to home fields. Now, guys, you know that was a fore foregone conclusion. Love, love
0: the plug. Love you when know, people gotta have come no to come to home fields, their own thing.
2: Got to come to picnic at the farm. Uh, if you're a fan of Italian food, have to hit Lombardos or Ciro's. Mm-hmm. If you like sports, you've got to hit the Barnstormers. If you're more of a downtown person and an arts person, you've got to hit the museum circuit. You've got to go to Mulberry Art, uh, Mulberry Art Studios, Passenger mm. Coffee, hang out at Central Market. You've got to hit some of those places that are quintessential Lancaster.
0: Is is it is it April that owns Mulberry Art Studios? Remember, April for Copenhaver
2: late. has Mulberry Art Studios, correct.
0: Yeah. And she still runs it? Yes. Mm-hmm. I remember her from way back in the day when I had my mobile DJing business. Oh my goodness! I was yeah. one of
2: the first artists in there, along with Lynn Yancha and a few other people. Okay. I had an cool. art studio in there for some time.
1: Yeah, Yep. yep. Uh, so your your artwork. I, this is this is off the. Do you have a specific type of artwork that you do, or that you like to do? Any?
2: any it's like to... painting. It's mixed media. It's using writing and music and all the media together. Cool.
0: Very cool. Funny about, uh, Mulberry Art Studios because it dovetails into our last connection cocktail question. So the question is describe your perfect idea of relaxation. And before you answer it, I'll say why it dovetails to Mulberry. So my band back in the day, my metal band, April was kind enough to give us space to practice in. Wow. But I could then tell we weren't, we weren't vibing. We weren't. And I went to April. I said, this is not really, I'm not sure we're a fit. And I think you might agree. And I forget how she said it, but it was basically,
2: yeah, no, you're not a fit. And I believe I remember those days. We were quite annoyed. I, so yeah, if you were there,
0: <laughs> yes,
2: we were quite annoyed. We
0: were loud. Yeah, we we certainly cement. recognize
2: the the desire to have a community space, but when you're trying to concentrate, yeah, the metal is not doing it for me. So to answer your question, a perfect relaxation for me would have to be a day outside where I could paint, plain air, where I I could also then wrap up my evening with cocktails, a good company, great food. It, uh, and and cap it off with one of those uh, gazpacho shooters, or maybe the lavender cocktail that we'll enjoy mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. on Sunday from some of our own homegrown lavender. I know it sounds weird, just like a watermelon gazpacho shooter. I really no, encourage a, listeners be open. You know, come see us on yeah. s- on Sunday at picnic at the farm. Come and support us.
1: That's great. I love I love that connection. What
0: who thought like twenty some so years this is, ago? This would have been. <laughs>
2: Like 98, 99.
0: Oh my gosh, yeah. so like 25 years ago.
2: Yeah, a was terrible about the thing. It was a terrible thing to have to put up with a metal band. Uh, it just is a tragedy. It ruins your vibe. You can't get any work done. You have headaches. You don't want to be rude.
1: Your, your artwork from that period, Allison, was probably very dark, right? You know, uh, very that Jackson
2: and- Pollock. <laughs> I would say very Jackson Pollock all over the place. Certainly I think it was, it was not always- a serene watercolor.
0: Oh, my goodness. I think it might have been only six, eight weeks we were there. It wasn't long.
2: It was a short period of time. And although we did not want to have anarchy, I believe we made our feelings uh, known.
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) That's great. I love it. I haven't laughed this hard on (laughs) the podcast in a while.
2: I'm really glad we could be entertaining for you.
0: Yeah. And we left there and went to Reamstown to some old cabinet factory that our base oh, player's was dad idea.
2: Uh, was listing
0: good. as for sale. And we worked out a deal to, to be there. At any rate, this has been a lot of fun, Allison. Uh, you're doing wonderful work there at Homefields. It's homefields.org. Uh, it is their Super Bowl weekend. Uh, if you can uh, come out to Cross Gates and, you know, even if it's just at the end of the day to say, high five, way to go golfers and make a donation, please do that picnic at the farm. Is on Sunday the 24th, rain or shine. Uh, plans to be a great day. Uh, $30 in advance, $35 at the door for adults. Uh, youth is $10, 13 to 17, and kids under 12 are free. Please uh, make sure to check that out from 11 to 3. See, you could even get the afternoon football game in.
2: So, Absolutely. Mm-hmm.
0: like, it's just a great day. And, and they do great work for our community. So, please be sure to check them out. Homefields.org. Allison, thank you.
2: Thank you very much, pleasure. guys. I appreciate the opportunity. We'll see you in April of 2024. How about that?
0: I like that. We'll see how she's... Thanks for everybody. what you're doing yeah. to Love connect it. people yeah. to
2: each other. It's, it's really important.
0: Yeah. 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 Well, thank, thank you. Thank you for uh, being on our show and giving your time.
2: Have a great day.
0: You too. you too. Well, that was always fun. So if you want to have a fun guest and maybe <laughs> do, the, do the way back clock and find out how you were connected to Jeff or Ben previously. <laughs> You go to LancasterConnects.com slash guest. Man, we were loud. I mean, we were I, loud. I can,
1: I can loud. imagine.
0: And just. <laughs> April is was, April was such a nice person. I haven't seen her for years. And she was so nice <laughs> to let us in. But I could tell she was so regretting did, letting did, us in.
1: Did she know what kind of music yeah, you were going to play before? She, yeah, we. we you're like, oh, we're, we're like, uh, you know, Simon and Garfield, we're, the, we're uh, I didn't No, I
0: said we were a hard rock, <laughs> but it, you know, like it's, it's like everybody's like a mattress. There's a $200 mattress and there's a $200,000 mattress. Mm-hmm. There's a spectrum <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and our wavelengths were off. We'll just put it that way. Yeah. So anyway. If you want to be a guest on, on the show, you're doing good for the community. Go to lancasterconnects.com slash guest. And, um, we'll get the ball started by you filling out the information on that form and we'll have you on the show. I think we're booking into November at this point. Yeah. Um, and so we're, we're having gonna... a lot of fun, a lot of great guests. And, uh, and that's that. Do we, uh, do you have your testimonial? I no, do have do a testimonial. Okay. T- well, you're getting that out. I'll give you your Bring sleep better here. tip. So we have a great book right here over my shoulder. Sleep better, uh, chock full of sleep tips, sleep habits, sleep hygiene, how to develop great sleep routines. And one thing that I would say is, is, uh, is, is just kind of taking time out to relax and unwind. And maybe it's down at the farm at home fields there. Uh, I did it this weekend at my campsite. I actually laid out in the rock deal of Blue Rocks Campground. And boy, did I sleep good later that night and it was cool. cool. So connecting with nature you know we you know we live in such a connected world of cell phones and computers and mm-hmm. we're just we're just amped up as though you were listening to my band to seat 25 years ago <laughs> just ratcheting out at you like we were decompress unwind there it is there yeah. it is yeah. yeah there's the old guy out there, and that's pretty. I was pretty in that far room out. With that's where I laid down. Okay, on that slab, and yep. I put my feet up, and yep. was able to kind of be in this almost like zero gravity-like relaxation recliner,
1: like a rock recliner.
0: I don't know that you'd be able to hear it, or, or Chris could bring the sound through, but there's water under those rocks, like rushing water. Oh, kind of freaked me out for a minute. Yeah, yeah. Because I know what water does and there's a lot of weight, right? And then there's me on top of all of it. But like, yeah, I never knew there was running water. It, that's that's cool. You don't see it anywhere there. Yeah. But uh, yeah, pretty cool boulder field that's like billions of years old. So kind of makes you question your place in this world when you're amongst billion-year-old rocks. That's right. That's, anyway, right. that's cool. We'll send you the book, Gardner's Mattress and More.com slash sleep. That's devoid of any Jeff's pontificating rock discussion. But we'll send you the book.
1: Sounds good. So, uh, this review, I'm actually going to read our response to it first. I'm, um, Jeff, you usually, uh, respond to our Google reviews, Facebook reviews, that sort of thing. So, a little concerned. um, so, so you happening? told, uh, this person, um, you hit the trifecta working with our team and we are happy to help. Uh, one thing we work towards each day is a continuity of experience, no matter who you speak with. Um, so the testimonial was, uh, and this is just great. Like, uh, you know, we've got a great team here. Chad, Phil, Drew. Um, we strive to, uh, make sure we have the same experience every single time over and over again. Uh, it's one of the reasons why we're 14 times in a row, 14, 14 reader's times. choice, uh, winner for Lancaster's favorite mattress store. But anyway, uh, the review was this was the best mattress buying experience. We worked with Phil, Chad and Drew. Um, well, a lot of times maybe you work with one person, maybe a second person, but this person hit the trifecta. They, they worked with it. Each of us. Um, or uh, Phil, Ch- uh, Chad, and Drew, and each one was helpful, knowledgeable, and kind. They all understood the big decision that comes with buying a new mattress, and they asked good questions to ensure that they gave us expert advice to help us decide. Definitely a five star experience. Highly recommend. Um, yeah. So it's really great as business owners to hear that type of feedback about nice. our team because they are treating our customers, our neighbors, you know, like like as their countyans. Um, the same way that we would treat the people in the door.
0: Fellow, right? fellow Lancastrians.
1: Yes. Yes.
0: Lancastrians.
1: <laughs> so thank you for the review. Uh, oh, Mr. Boyd. That's a wrong, um, yeah. <laughs> it's true. Sandy Diegans. Sandy Diegans. <laughs> kind of like pesto.
0: I mean, I know pesto doesn't grow on a plant. Pesto trees. It just, I, my, like, if you could open up my brain, it like, the brakes screeched to a complete halt and I had to think for a second wait right. did she just say pesto grows on the farm like I know it comes in a jar and I know you can make it and I've seen it made but I'm like wait does, does it grow as a plant sorry hey, we happens. we can we can professionally help you select the mattress everything else off the, yep, table. Off the table at any rate We are just at that time, which means it's time to go. See you next week on Lancaster Connects. And uh, have a wonderful week. Till the next connection. We'll see you.